Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. This week, Voices.com is pleased to present Debbie Monroe. Education. Now, that's something I had to learn about the hard way in some ways. In the beginning, when I started my career, I thought I was a natural. And in fact, in theater, I was. Every single play I auditioned for, I got the role. So I just assumed I'm a naturally gifted actress and I'm going to get everything I ever apply for. And then I grew up (laughs) and learned that there was other avenues. My career started in broadcasting and theater. And in broadcasting, it was a little different. Um, I took some education to learn how to be a broadcaster but what i didn't understand was as trained as a broadcaster you tend to read everything in a sing-song fashion sounds something like this today on the next episode of blah 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 we've got this and this and this so we're almost taught to read cheesy if you will but they have the same rhythm some on-air personalities are breaking that habit and they're sounding a lot more conversational which is fantastic for all of us But there's still those odd few left that, um, you know, maybe they don't think they need an education. First of all, they have a full-time job. Why would they need anything more? I'd go so far to say, in the world of freelance voicing, it's worth getting educated for. I was so grateful for the education I received. Let me tell you about that for a minute. I started off in broadcasting, as I said. Uh, making a really long story short, ended up landing a role in animation. I, I really thought I was a naturally gifted actress, and I got the, the lead role in this first animation audition I'd ever done. I hadn't even thought about animation at that point in my life, but definitely watched it enough. In the beginning, I landed tons of different roles within that animation series. When you work what's called prelay in Canada, when you work a prelay animation in Canada where you voice first and they animate after you, you end up doing a lot more roles because it's cheaper for them to have you do more roles. My understanding is that in the States, you're mandatory in an animation to do two roles. I think that's a little different in Canada. I was getting role after role after role, and it was fantastic for the first six months. And this is a one-year contract. All of a sudden, six months later, I'm getting nothing. No roles, and they're starting to bring in people, and I'm an actor. Unfortunately, we're very insecure people. And if anyone tells you different, I don't know, think about that for a minute. Someone once said, actors are the most insecure people I know, and I fought that tooth and nail and said, hey, I'm a really confident person. What do you mean I'm insecure? And they said, it's the only job in the world where you need constant reassurance of how good or bad of a job you do. And that's the truth. So as an insecure actor, I questioned the casting agents and said, what am I doing wrong? Like, what can I do to fix this situation? Oh, you're doing nothing wrong, nothing at all. That's kind of why I started teaching. I learned through some education what I was doing wrong. Now, what had to start for me was to actually realize I needed some education. Again, I thought I was a naturally gifted actress and I was going to get everything. But the animation meant a great deal to me and I wanted to do whatever I could to do it right. The animation that I worked for, they offered a workshop. 
and I took three of the workshops and they were very successful and I learned quite a lot but I still didn't know I was reading everything in a sing-song manner. The very first animation I did was a role for Benjamin Blumchen which is a big series in German or in Germany which has gone now to a European audience. Now Carla Caramba was my role and she was the roving news reporter. Everything is simply sensational. Hello, this is Carla Caramba reporting live with late breaking news. So everything was okay to read in a sing-song fashion. But even when I voiced Kanga, the kangaroo, <laughs> first kangaroo in the world who winks like a pig, but when I voiced Kanga, I too voiced in a sing-song fashion. Again, still didn't know this information. Then I met a colleague of mine, and she convinced me to take a film acting course. Now, when I took that film acting course, it changed my entire world. And I didn't even know it because I started getting addicted to workshops or addicted to education, if you will. And I certainly couldn't afford the courses. But let me tell you, if you want something bad enough, you'll find a way to make it happen. That's the bottom line. I mean, how much do you spend on coffee every day? How much do you spend on cigarettes? God help you. You know, there's always an option to be able to provide yourself with what you need. It's just a matter of how bad you really want it. Sure, there's a lot of really expensive courses out there, and we can't afford to take them all. But the more I invest, the more I am worth, and so that in turn gives me higher paychecks. So I take the film courses, and I start taking more film courses, and then I start taking some voiceover courses. And in Canada, there wasn't a lot of option for voiceover courses. This is about six years ago. So I started looking into the U.S., where I met my mentors and have really grown immensely in my education. Process from James Allberger and Penny Abshire with VoiceActing.com and Bob Bergen, who's the voice of、uh, Porky Pig and Tweety, and there's so many more. Pat Fraley, and there's just a numerous amount. Rodney Salisbury, Joyce Castellanos. There's just so many great instructors out there that really helped to guide me in the directions I needed to go. In fact, so much so that I absolutely love taking courses.、Uh, so much that I started teaching them. Now that I'm teaching them, I take a course any time a course comes my way, if I can. I mean, time restricts me. Not as much budget anymore, but now time restricts me. I don't have time to take all the courses that I'd like to take. But the more courses I take, not only do I advance as a student or as a talent. But I also advance as a teacher to be able to teach you. It's very important that I stay up to date on what's current, not only as a talent but as an instructor. If I'm going to guide you in that direction, I better know my stuff and I better care about what I'm doing. So through the film courses, I really recommend film courses. No matter what you're doing, I don't care if you're doing narration, animation, websites, message on hold, broadcasting. The film courses will teach you how to internalize because voiceover kind of works like this. It's a combination. Of theater, where more is more, and you have to go big and bold and physicalize everything. And then film, where less is more.、Uh, in film, visually, you don't want to move around too much, which for people like myself is very difficult.、Um, but you do want to internalize everything. You want to mean every word you say. The one great thing that I get for feedback on a lot of my podcasts and and, and teachings that I do is that I am genuine. That they really believe me. That that I care about what I do. And I'm so grateful to get that feedback because that is my intention. It's not purpose. I really do care, and I really do feel I'm a genuine teacher, and I do feel genuine about the information I possess, and and I'm willing to share and try and help everyone along their way.
I find it ironic when I meet people that say, Hi, um, I've been told all my life that I have a great voice. Yeah, and um, I'd like to produce a demo. Can we do that? Now, many, many years ago, that would be actually sensible, and you could get away with an amateur demo. But nowadays, it doesn't work that way. You have one chance to make a first impression. Demos in audio are very fussy because you can't lie on audio. You can't pretend you are something you're not in the sense of pretending that you understand the read when you don't. Let's say I record your demo for you and I line read you. In other words, I give you the reading and you repeat it back to me and I piece all of that together. I can make you sound fantastic. So can many of the instructors and, and, and sound engineers and producers that put demos together. The problem is, can you produce that actual read when the client brings you in and says, you know what, I really love take two of this read. Can you do that for me? And then it takes you 15 million takes to get it. You're not ready for your demo. Let me tell you when you're ready for your demo, when you don't have to ask the question, am I ready to make a demo? Same with your rates. If you have to question what your rates are, then you will know. Sorry, let me put that a different way. You will know what you're worth when the more you invest. The more you invest and the more talented you get, because that's what the investment is, is becoming more talented, that's when you know what you're worth. You get to a point in your life where you just go, oh, no, sorry, I just don't have time to do something like that. And that's okay. That's where I'm finally at and I start valuing myself in a different way. Okay, so let's go back to the education of film versus theater. Voiceover is that happy medium of the two because you do need to physicalize in voiceover. I constantly, constantly talk with my hands, whether in class, whether on the microphone, I'm always talking with my hands. And you may not realize it, but you probably do too in everyday conversation. The challenge is you probably stand totally stiff on the microphone. The more the more you physicalize, the character and the mo moments that you're trying to get across will follow. So if you're trying to be frustrated, physicalize it with your face and everything else. Education is going to teach you how to combine film, theater, and broadcasting. Because there's still a need for yesterday's Johnny Radio. So you want to have a little bit of knowledge of everything. It's hard to um, sacrifice your dollar value into something you don't even know about. But if you don't try that at least once, how are you ever going to know if that's something you want to pursue? Very long time ago, you could make it without any education. You could make it without the demo even, really, or an amateur demo at home. But that's not the case anymore. I'm going to repeat myself probably a few times here. The more you educate, the more you are worth. Think about that for a second. The more I put into my business, the more I should be charging. Because the more it costs me and the more time I put in, someone should pay for that in the end, not just me. As actors, we're in a position where we have to pay a lot out. We have to invest so much into our craft, more than a lot of other businesses. But let's think about that for a second. If I was to start a business today, um, let's say I have an invention. I know that, let's just go with a roundabout guess, okay? I know that about $50,000 will initiate my business. That will give me a template to go by and maybe start some marketing. So that $50,000 investment is worth it, isn't it, if you feel you have a great idea? So with voiceover specifically, if I'm spending, you know, $350 here on a workshop, $800 here on a workshop, you know, $800, $500, $2,000 for the demos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, 
Well, then I can start learning how to charge more so I can start paying that initiation back. But if I'm investing that kind of money, that's my business. The difference is with a student loan, let's let's compare it to a lawyer or a doctor. You would have, well, maybe you wouldn't want to, but you would have no problem going to a university, especially a high-end university, paying tens of thousands of dollars to educate yourself to become this lawyer or doctor. Would you want to have a doctor who had no education? Would you want to have a doctor or a brain surgeon cut your head open without knowing exactly what he's doing? No, voiceover isn't brain surgery, but you know what? It's still a profession. It's a professional industry, and a professional industry means you need to be a professional. The only way to be an expert in anything is to educate. You've got to find out how to do it. Quit fighting the system. There's nothing to fight. It's great to educate. In fact, workshops especially are the funnest setting ever. It's a ton of people like your personality in one room acting like kids. I'm sorry, but I think that's an excellent time and worth every amount of my dollar. In fact, even the courses that I took that weren't so great, let's say, there's still a value to my educational system and, and, and a value to the style that I've developed. I've taken a little bit from there and a little bit from there and a little bit from there and a little bit from here, and I've created my own style, making me the only unique me. I teach, but I don't tell you to educate because I want you to just take my classes. I would encourage you always to take a numerous amount of classes, not just mine. You need a little bit from everyone. I tell you about education because it's important. You need to know what you're doing and know how to do it right. And we're willing to start that map out for you. We've done the trial and error. We've been through it all. And we want to help guide you in that right direction. There's a lot of us out there who really care how you go and what way you go and how you get there. And we want to help you every step of the way. Trust in us. We will set you in all the right directions. I know there's a fabulous list of instructors on Harlan Hogan's site, as Stephanie has pointed out with Voices.com. James Alberger at VoiceActing.com also has a great list of of instructors and coaches. But please feel free to email me or contact me to ask me about coaches in your area. We're more than happy to promote each other. Most of us are. So give us a ring. I mean, I cover a lot of the Canadian area. um, And, you know, I'm working my way in a few other areas, speaking in the U.S. and things. I'd, of course, be happy to come to your city, but someone needs to bring you there. So do yourself a favor and take education find a way to invest in you the more you invest the more you are worth how much are you willing to invest in you are you going to be stubborn and pretend you don't need it what makes you any better than anyone else find a way to find value in education keep doing it don't ever stop taking classes you don't have to take them every weekend you don't have to spend every dime you make but if you made a little profit this year invest it back in it'll all pay off it will all pay off you just have to keep at it and as you all know probably by now persistence we don't get into this industry for money and if you think you're in this industry for money well you know that's a hard road to follow it takes years and years of training and investment to get to a good stature of good financial return but in the beginning you'll get there you just have to keep persistent keep going at it and don't give up i hope you'll entrust in us to guide you in the right directions because 
We don't have to. We, we don't need to teach the competition as many teachers fear. I don't fear that because there's a right voice for every single job, and voiceover is the most wonderful of all the industries in the arts industry as far as I'm concerned. There's lots of opportunity out there. Because of sites like Voices.com, we're in a position where there's a lot of work, and therefore the egos and the bitterness isn't there as much as it can be when there's a lot less work to fight for. Don't worry about competition, guys. It's the right voice for the job. Worry about educating yourself, finding the right way to get yourself ready so that you can start the demo. Don't start with the demo first, please. If you talk to any really high-end instructor, they'll tell you all the same things. Okay, that's me for now. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to me. If you have any questions, please email me, info at debsvoice.com. That's I-N-F-O at D-E-B-S-V-O-I-C-E dot com. Or you can check out my website at any time, www.debsvoice.com. Thanks, voices.com. Take care. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today.